This podcast of Clancy, Shane and Kimber comes with a free measuring quote on blinds, curtains and shutters. Just call ABC Blinds on 13 13 15 to get yours during ABC Blinds Million Dollar Stock Clearance. And the one thing about the three of us is uh, we're all from Perth, we all love our uh, state and we all love our food. Sure do. There's a new show coming, uh, which is not a reality show, it's just a way of uh, exploring and celebrating the wonderful produce and uh, cooks and chefs around our state and it's called State at a Plate, coming to Channel 9. It kicks off at 7 o'clock this coming Saturday as an introduction and then from the following Saturday we'll settle at 5.30 on Saturday afternoons and he's a former swim champ and a guy who knows a little bit about food and he owns a few establishments around town. Eamon Sullivan, good morning mate, how are you? Good, thanks for having me. You're on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I don't, don't know what they're thinking putting me on the TV so no, it's it's a really exciting opportunity actually and, and really enjoying, I love my food so it's great to actually travel WA which I've never really done. So Is this the premise of the show? Tell us what it's about. Eamon, get as much of me on camera, is that how it's working or what? Look, I've got a pretty high demand, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I don't get up before 10am, I only film for 10 minutes at a time. And um, don't, don't look at me in the eyes. Exactly. And exactly nothing right. less than $10,000. <laughs> exactly right, like, um, oh, what's the model's name? Naomi, Naomi Campbell. Campbell. Campbell, you know, I don't get out of bed <laughs> yeah. for less than that, but it's actually less than Ten dollars, so yeah. oh, is it? Okay. Ten dollars hits. I get out, but no, it's our state on a plate. Going to be on Channel Nine this Saturday, seven p.m. It's essentially showing people what WA has to offer. Everyone loves food, and everyone loves mm. looking at Instagram and looking at the photos of foods of cafes around Perth. Whereas. This is like a video form of Instagram, I guess, but it's around yeah. WA. Instead of just having two or three people or this show revolving around, there's so many people coming into play. It's great. Yeah, we've got Don Hansey, uh, Scott Taylor, yeah. a lot of the best chefs around WA. Scott Bridger, obviously, from Bib and Tucker, shameless plug. Hey, nice work. Um, <laughs> Theo with a bit of pizza. Yeah, Theo Galakanakis, I think I've said it right. Well done. But um, there's so many people in one show, you don't get bored, and there's so many things to see. And there's, you know, there's things from Kununurra, there's wines from down south. There's restaurants in WA, there's the places we see and the ingredients we find, mm. you get the chef showing you how to use it. When we talk about unique WA produce, and I mean, it sounds perfect, it means we're working with seasonal vegetables and fruits, it's all better than the imports, but is it more expensive? Well, the hardest thing with organic stuff is because they don't use pesticides, they can't get rid of bugs. Mm. So essentially, you're getting 10% of 100% crop, which is why the prices are 10 times And you also have to employ a dude to sit there with a thong, just slapping the bugs 24 hours a day. How does WA food vary in cost to imported food? I I mean, it's shocking when I see snow peas come from Mexico. I'm like, surely we can do it here. Do we make local garlic, speaking of what? Uh, I'd say we would. Seriously, I can't find it anywhere. Peru... Afghanistan. If you bought it straight off the farmers direct, it would be cheap as chips. But you know, they give them. Obviously, they have to. You know, they sell to the big suppliers are the ones that have the demand, and they whack on three hundred percent straight away. So that's where the cost. Mm. You know, Perth, Australia, and the big producers. That's that's where it comes from. Traveling the state, I've found that you you get uh, introduced to. Like I got Spanish mackerel introduced to me when I was in Carnarvon. What country place surprised you with their element of foodiness? Um, Well, I've only only filmed one so far, which is Kananara, which is why. Let's talk about that. Good start. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The things you hear about are the native stuff like a binge, which is like a, a fruit that's just so high in vitamin C, it's going to be the next superfood if they can keep up the demand, I reckon. And I have um, got some concerns about this show, though, because I remember when Matt Preston came to Perth, he went to Alfred's Burgers out in Guildford there, and he told everyone, this is the best burger joint ever, and then all of us who were going there couldn't get a burger ever again <laughs> without lining up. Once this screens on Saturday, how are we going to get into Bib and Tucker again? No, it's good. It's obviously, especially come up for winter, it's good for food food places to get a bit of press because winter's where you, you know, people don't come in because it's cold. So yeah. hopefully that'll help 
WA in general, because obviously restaurants as a whole struggle during winter. So, mm. but it's more celebrating the the produce that we find around WA and um, the chefs from those restaurants cook up a dish using it. It might not be on the menu; it might yep. it might be, but it's it's more approachable for people at home, so they can do it themselves. Thanks, mate. We'll see you on the telly, and uh, then we'll see you at the logies. That's right. Thanks for having me. Isuzu are talking amazing deals on D-Max Ute with a 4x4 LSM from just $39,990 drive away. And Clazy Shane and Kimber are talking footy with Matt Prittis from the West Coast Eagles. He's the man with the brown low who loves playing in the wind in Tassie because it makes his hair look good, Matty Prittis. How are you, guys. How are you, bud? Good, thank you. What a joke that was, mate. Juddy, I know you uh, won the Sandover in 06. Juddy was our captain when we won the... Did you played a couple of games for West Coast. Did you play with, obviously play with Juddy? Yeah, I was lucky enough to play with Juddy. He, um, start of 07, I think he polled in the first eight games with Brownlow that year, and that was probably the best footy I've ever seen someone play, and mm. to be a part of that was pretty special. I know Tony McHale, East Perth coach at the time, this was uh, when Juddy was playing his first game uh, for East Perth. He, he said, you'll never see this guy in an East Perth jumper again. And I'd didn't... love to see him in an East Perth jumper. It looked peculiar because yeah. he played all of his game uh, at the AFL level. Yeah, I was lucky enough to watch that game on, um, it was ABC televised. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. And he so got a lot of, a lot of the ball? unbelievable, and the commentators were just raving all game, and... Yeah, it was the last they saw of him. He, he was actually, 19. He didn't look like a teenager, though, did he? He nah. looked mature early. but yeah. He's probably wrecked it for the draft. You know, Everyone expects yeah. every kid to come in and perform like that, but he's one out of the box. I was like seeing Matthew Pavlich in a South Romantle jump over. It's pretty rare. <laughs> yeah. If you were going to try and get someone interested in football, do you have a clip, like a YouTube clip or something, that you would be like, this is the one that I would show people because whoever was on was just insane? Yeah, he... I'd go straight to him. He, oh, yeah? His, yeah. Highlight, his highlight package is unbelievable, especially in those early years. Yep. They pretty much changed stoppage structures to mm. stop Juddy. Um, they brought n- more numbers around the ball, and um, they had to try so many different things because he could just run out and have the ball bouncing and kicking goals. He was unbelievable. And that was racing around the internet, all his uh, highlight packages. And oh, incredibly it, strong through I, the I was, I was watching it, mm. uh, watching a Juddy uh, package, uh, and Clancy goes, you watching Juddy? Like, because I was going, oh my god! Yeah. It was like one of those things. He, yeah. he was just so good. You could pick it. Yeah, and then he was good enough to change his game later in his career to become more contested because yeah. you know, he had the sore groins, probably lost a bit of speed, and he was still as dominant. Slowed him down a bit. Now, uh, first loss for a few weeks last week against the Roos. I want to know, watching that game down there at uh, Blundstone Arena, right? So you're playing in Tassie. It's windy. It's cold. You see the crowd rugged up, and they look like they're going, you know, to Threadbow to go skiing. Right? <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, when you're playing footy through that period when you're out there and it's a quiet patch, do you actually get cold while you're out there? You do notice it at times, uh, particularly in the warm-up. Like it just, you've got to get going. You probably do a yeah. little bit more to get um, the temperature up. But, um, yeah, that, that wind is something I've never experienced before for a game of footy. Um, so it was, it was pretty interesting. There was a couple of flower bags out there. Mm. Yeah, I just think, and we spoke to Barrich, uh, Adrian, on Monday, that I, I think we should never play there again. I know that both, <laughs> both teams no, both teams go through the same uh, conditions, but it was obviously more uh, favourable to them because they won. And they get some money out of <laughs> <laughs> Only had a plan it's the best surface though in the comp. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Is it really? Yeah, it's, oh, I think okay. it's it's a one off, mate. Oh god, it was horrible to watch, mate. Honestly, it's really hard to shake you from your tree, isn't it? Like you just go, here's something that's a bit not pretty. He's like, yeah, I'll be there. It's all right. It's fine. Yeah, now, he's going to show up. Talking off air, telling you that I hate burpees, and we were all talking about group exercise. What's the worst training exercise for you? Oh, 
anything sprint related because I'm coming last. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> what, are you saying even Coxie last year would have run past oh, you? Oh, easily, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm bringing up the rear real bad. <laughs> well, I hope the Bombers aren't listening. Yeah, <laughs> Big game. It's an important game, mate, ahead of the bye. It's uh, important to get the four points. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, Essendon have got some amazing talent on their side, um, so we'll be preparing for them at their very best. Yeah, and none of the boys have got the buy in their minds. Of course you haven't. Oh, we still got another one after this. We've got Richmond and then the buyer, so. Oh, oh, Tigers. Yeah. Oh, that'll be a good game. Absolutely. Actually, we, uh, they're all good games, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that's that'll on. be a good game. Yep. Hey, thanks, Brutty. Go get them. Good luck. Thanks, guys. The Juice. <laughs> oh, do tell. Let's hear it. Give me the details. British actor Christopher Lee has passed away at the age of 93. I just could not believe he was that age because he's just been acting the entire time. And how many movies, Claire? 250, I heard yep. this morning. That's yep. amazing fact. And, a lot, and 220 of them were Dracula. <laughs> well, One. Yeah. He was good. Uh, uh, it was uh. over films and television, 250, but most famous for his role as Dracula in 1958. But new fans would know him from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Actually, uh. here's a little bit of him. Sauron has regained much of his former strength. He cannot yet take physical form, but his spirit has lost none of its potency. Oh, he's up there with Gilgood and uh, Alec Guinness, isn't he? Oh, Christopher as good Lee. as his voice, voice even mm, at that yeah. age. Yeah. He Incredible. played uh, Cronko in that, didn't he? <laughs> Cronko. <laughs> No. That is many years <laughs> nice. of acting, a very full career, and he said he just loved the fact that different generations are going to know who he was. But uh, he was recognised with a knighthood in 2009, which I wasn't aware of, and something that you may not have known, he was a heavy metal singer. He released a heavy metal album on his 92nd birthday called Metal Night. Good on him. Yeah, and That's Pippa great. Reed, because she loves the metal, our yeah. newsreader, she said she knew all about it. Yeah. She didn't know who he was as an actor, but knew who he was for releasing a metal At album. At 92. Yeah. yeah. But cool. And, of course, Cronko Live. Remember that one? <laughs> Enough with You're the Cronko. Um, now, Cindy Brady, uh, a.k.a. Susan Olsen, she's yep. done some yeah. interviews ahead of her appearance at Supernova. She's coming to Perth uh, along with Peter and Bobby. But she's 53 now. Like, I forget how long. Which one? The one with the ponytails? Cindy. Oh, the pigtails. Yeah, little, little Cindy. Little Cindy Brady. Little uh, Cindy she'll Brady. She'll be in uh, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here well, without, <laughs> without saying that. Actually, yeah, I forgot about that. You know, she ta- she, they were asking her a bunch of things in the interviews about what was going on at the time. She said they earned hardly any money. They were really poorly paid at the time That's for the show. That's why she's coming to Perth. She mm. said they even had to pay for their own parking. They wouldn't even let them through the boom gates. They had to pay for parking outside the for television Though, she was kids. driving? She oh, was seven. No. They were little. <laughs> everybody oh, in the cast. Oh, you mean Greg when he was driving? <laughs> but it turns yeah. out everybody in the cast was macking on with each other. Johnny Bravo. Cindy and Bobby were kissing in the doghouse when they were nine. Right. Jan was hooking up with Peter. Marsha and Greg were hooked up. But Greg actually was more keen on Florence Henderson, but mm. Florence kept it purely platonic. Another, Carol another could... good band, Kissing in the Doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> Check them out. She also <laughs> revealed that Marsha and Jan do not get along in real life. Okay. Okay. And for a period there, she was in between them, like communicating for each other, for both of them, and now they just don't even talk at all. All right. And got anything interesting? Oh, Shane. <laughs> Good on you, Cronko. Supernova. It's at the convention centre, June 26. You can meet Susan there. So yeah. you meet Cindy and oh. Peter and Bobby coming too. wonder if she'll have her hair in ponytails, like, you know, like uh, pigtails. Like you, know how, you know how Marsha... I think she's lost the plot. You know how you look at Maureen McCormack and you go, Marsha looks like Marsha? Yeah. I looked at a recent photo of Susan. She doesn't look like Cindy. No, she doesn't. You can't see it. Well, she's 50-something and she was six on but the show. But Marsha still looks like Marsha. Okay. Mm. Right. I don't know. I just think and it's Peter like... looks like Peter. 
<laughs> what's Bobby look like? <laughs> Kiss him in the doghouse. That's your daily Bobby. <laughs> uh, By the way, can you just reach over NRL footy show style and break his arm for me? Arm wrestle, mate. I'm going to rip your bloody pink arms off. Clazy Shane and Kimber go so well together, just like ABC Blinds and a clearance sale. Call 13 13 15 to save big during ABC Blinds Million Dollar Stock Clearance.